Welcome to the first episode of the Progressive Muslim Podcast. This is your host, Jasim Ahmed. Uh, welcome all of you to, to our first episode. Since this is our first episode, you haven't probably heard of me or the TPMP, so I would like to introduce myself and then tell you a little bit about what this podcast is all about and what I intend to accomplish through it. Well, my name is Jasim Ahmed, as I have said. I was born in Bangladesh. When I was four years old, I moved to Doha, Qatar. And in Qatar, I did all of my schooling before leaving for university to Canada. So right now, I live in Montreal, Quebec. And I am a third year student. Oh, no, rather, I'm a final year student at uh, university over here. As a Muslim, I have a Muslim story. I think every Muslim has a Muslim story. It's not just the convert. The converts have their conversion story. But the born Muslims also have a story, a story of finding Islam in their life and becoming, practicing, or finding a relationship with God as a Muslim. So I think I think every Muslim has this story and I would like to share my story to you so just so that you know where I'm coming from and how I am a Muslim. So the way it started is that as I grew up when I was younger, obviously you do not think much about Islam or the identity of being a Muslim. You do not realize that you're a Muslim when you're very young. But when you grow intellectually a little bit and then you're able to think for yourself and that's when you kind of find yourself as a Muslim. For me, something like that happened. What happened was that when I was in eighth grade, it so happens that the summer vacation coincided with Ramadan. During the summer vacation, which is like two months or three months, very long, I really had nothing much to do. So my mother recommended me that why don't I go to the local masjid and try, try praying, try the daily five Muslim prayers and see what I feel about it. So I took her harmless advice. I just thought, why not? You know, I have nothing to do anyway. I might as well try going to the masjid and this is Ramadan. I'm supposed to be doing good stuff so let me do some good stuff so I decided that you know what let me try to get the full experience so I'm gonna try to pray five times a day and I started I was not able to pray five times a day right away obviously it is a lot sometimes it was two days sometimes four days but nonetheless I started going to the masjid and I just fell in love with prayer you know that's when I think faith entered my heart and I truly became a Muslim. You know, I truly found when I prostrate um, before God during prayer that I really felt the presence of God, that I felt that God, 
you know, exist, that hey, somebody listens to me. And at that time, you know, I did not know much about how to pray properly or praying in the best way, you know. It was very, how do you say, raw in experience. So it was very authentic. And that experience to this day drives me to be a Muslim, really. You know, that is my rational for being a Muslim is that I feel I experience God or God's presence or God's existence, however you might want to put it. I don't know which is the appropriate way to say it, but you get it, I guess. So I started going to the mosque and ever since, by the way, ever since then I have stuck to praying five times a day. Not obviously, not always I'm praying five times a day, but sometimes you miss Fajr, you miss I don't know, Asr, different times you miss, but I put effort to pray five times a day. Anyway, this experience was very interesting. I also picked up reciting the Quran. I would go to the masjid and sit next to an old man who passed away, by the way. He would recite the Quran all day, all night, all the time. He would be the first one to go to the masjid. So at the Fajr prayer, which is like, I don't know, 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., if it is at 3 a.m., he would be there by 2.30 a.m. So he would be the earliest person to go long before the Muazzin, long before, obviously, the, the Imam is the last guy to come. But long before these people, he would be there. And I also joined with him. He really liked it so much. I would also sometimes go earlier, like half an hour early, and, and sit next to him and just recite the Quran. And, you know, this man really uh, put in me that habit of reciting the Quran. I would just go and sit next to him. I wouldn't talk much because he was, in, he was a Somali. He spoke Arabic and I did not pick up Arabic as a salvation. So uh, I couldn't communicate with him. The only communication between us was the Quran. I would give him the Quran in front of us. There is a bunch of Quran. So I would give him the Quran. He would give me the Quran and we would read. That's pretty much it. That was our that was our communication. This man, you know, hopefully he is successful. He spent all of his time. I am a witness to this during the last period of his life, just reciting the Quran. Along with this discovery of faith, there was also this journey of Islamic learning. You know, part of being Muslim is part of learning. So initially, my sources of learning was really uh, YouTube. I did not have, my family wasn't religious and nobody was there to really give me guidance or give me information about Islam. I had to rely on YouTube. And people like Yasir Qadi were kind enough to put so much content that is authentic, good content about Islamic matters. And from that, I benefited and I learned and I became a better Muslim, hopefully, over time. Um, this journey, obviously, still continues. I'm still trying to improve in my understanding of Islam and Muslim. And this won't end until my death. I'm pretty sure about this. This is an ongoing journey. Along with this journey of Islamic learning is also the journey of um, intellectual growth you know how you grow rationally how you think in a more clear way in a more meaningful way for me the problem wasn't there wasn't this kind of rationality was versus spirituality problem problem that Ghazali had he needed to reconcile this issue you know he was a bigger thinker obviously I did not have this problem right from the beginning I realized that 
the matter of spirituality, the, my faith, my belief does not depend on my rationality. Rather, it depends on my experience, though rationality can add to it. Nonetheless, this rational journey, this intellectual journey, is also continuing, unsurprisingly. And the way I put it is that it's just, I don't know what you understand when I say intellectual journey. For me, it's simply having a better understanding of the world. That is it. Having a better understanding of the world. This is the journey. And this podcast is very much connected with this concept of better understanding one people, second, their ideas, beliefs, and thirdly, how to have better relationship with people. So this is really the journey and this podcast is kind of uh, geared towards that to help you improve as a person by better understanding about various things and various ideas coming from a Muslim perspective, which is, I think, beneficial if you're a Muslim. And hopefully this brings in us a better appreciation of the world and what humanity has achieved. But, but there are some bigger reasons why this podcast, the progressive Muslim podcast, I felt like creating. One thing is that there is a saturation of dominant perspectives in the media, in the news, just anywhere really. And what I mean by this is that ideas like liberalism are, are felt through and through. It is not that liberalism is bad or good, but it is that other ideas also exist. Maybe those ideas are interesting. Maybe those ideas are better, who knows? And there's also things like, oh, Americanism. Many people feel that their local communities are ignored, are overshadowed uh, by American concerns. Their issues are not addressed. So many times people go to their local newspaper and half the newspaper, or maybe more than that, is American stuff. Now, I'm not against Americanism or Americans, but the thing is that I think that there should be content that is relevant for you. Maybe everything in the American politics is not relevant to me, you know. I want to change or I want to bring about perspective that is different from these dominant ideas. I'm not against them or maybe I believe in those ideas, but I want to be able to appreciate or have the space for myself to be able to interact with ideas that are not so dominant. That is one thing. The other thing is that I want to give a nuanced perspective. I want to give a perspective that has some Muslim background. Whatever we talk about, you can assume that I, being your host, has this Muslim background, so I'm aware of Muslim debates. Muslims like to debate about many, many small things, like is it, is it okay to say Merry Christmas? Muslims are always debating about these kind of things. So you can assume that I, hopefully, as a learned Muslim, that I have this Muslim background, which will help me give a nuanced perspective on the things we talk about, which is not necessarily Muslim stuff. 
So this asking of questions from Muslim assumption can be very beneficial. For example, if I'm talking about Aristotelianism, Aristotelian ethics, let's say, and Aristotle talks about his soul. Now, Aristotle's soul is very different from the Muslim way of seeing soul. So given that I have this Muslim background, I can highlight that, look, the soul you're thinking is not probably, is not the soul that Aristotle is thinking. Aristotle's concept of soul is more fluid and different than the Muslim idea. So that's just a small example how having a Muslim background can be helpful. Now, I also think that I can provide a different perspective due to the way I grew up. So I was born in first world country. I grew up in a second world country. And right now I'm in a third world country. This is a different economic zones by which people have divided the world. And I think this puts me in a unique position to speak. Usually you will find some American or Canadian or some European talking about philosophy, let's say, Western philosophy. But I think someone coming from my, my experience and my perspective will lead to asking different questions, questions that they might not see relevant, but I see relevant. So those are the reasons why I felt that the Progressive Muslim Podcast might be useful not just to Muslims but to anyone else who, who might be interested or who wants to get different perspective on various issues. Why do I call this podcast the Progressive Muslim Podcast? What's what the name Progressive? I do not have any intention to create or identify with existing Muslim sects. I don't want to create a new sect of Muslims called the progressive Muslims. That's not the point. Rather, the word progressive is really just telling you that it is just a way of approaching things coming from a Muslim, how you approach any idea, any beliefs. And the spirit is a spirit of rationality. It's not about spirituality here so much, but rather just the curiosity for the world. Like I said, just trying to have a better understanding of the world. And having a better understanding of the world is really, to some extent, comes down to having an understanding of the various ideas present in the world. When you think of progressive Muslim, you should think of a perspective or an approach, not a sect. Anyone could be a progressive Muslim, or anyone could be progressive, really. It doesn't matter. And also, I want to clarify that the progressive doesn't mean liberal. Progressive is not equivalent to liberal because it is an approach. It is not an ideology. Now, there are already many Muslim podcasts, by the way, but I found that those podcasts offer different material or they come from actually different um, backgrounds. So, for example, the Freshly Grounded podcast by Faisal and Sam, that is a podcast more for spirituality. It's coming from a spiritual perspective. And if you want to gain spiritually, if you want to feel closer to God, you want to be better Muslim, you should check out that podcast. In essence, I will have less 
Hadith code or the Quran codes in my podcast. But nonetheless, obviously, it will keep coming, but not as much as the Freshly Grounded. Then there is also the Rogue Muslim Podcast. Pretty cool name, actually. The Rogue Muslim Podcast by Samia. She describes that her podcast is by a Muslim, for Muslims, and about Muslims. I agree with the first part. This podcast is is by a Muslim, but my podcast is not for Muslims specifically, though I assume mostly Muslims will be interested. But I think that we will deal with issues that anybody would be interested. So it's not specifically for Muslims or not necessarily for Muslims. And thirdly, it is not about Muslims per se. Aristotelianism is not a Muslim thing per se. You know, it's not necessarily Muslim stuff. But we will obviously deal with issues that Muslims are interested in. So it is by a Muslim, not necessarily for a Muslim, and not necessarily about Muslims. There's another podcast called Salam Goal, and that is for Muslim women who are struggling or who wants to be stronger with their Muslim women identity. It's a great podcast. It's for sisters out there. Um, then there are so many other podcasts, really. Uh, I can make another episode just dealing with many other Muslim podcasts. There's the Mad Mom Looks, which covers different issues, but I think I will give a little bit different perspective. Then there is the Safina Society, and there are so many, many more, actually, like the Deconstructed by Mehdi Hassan, which is not a Muslim podcast, but it is at least coming from a Muslim. So, So in this podcast... We are not going to limit ourselves to anything. Rather, we want to argue, we want to debate, we want to examine any and everything. Nothing is taken at a face value. This is what this podcast is all about. This podcast is about sharing ideas, about informing yourself, becoming more nuanced in your thinking, helping you think better. However, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you're driving, maybe you're hiking, maybe you're biking somewhere, or you're cooking at home, whatever you're doing, this podcast is intended to make your life better and hopefully make you a more informed and smarter Muslim. This will be it for the first episode and I'm very excited to create the upcoming episodes and hopefully you stick around. Hopefully I make a convincing case for myself and this podcast and that will be it. See you until next time.